This is Sad Boy Radio. All right, everybody, welcome back to Sad Boy Radio. This is your host, Matt, and today I got a special guest. Uh, he's not really that special, but, you know, it, it really be like that. No, nah, but that's what we're going to talk about today. You know what? Just accepting the position that you're in and growing into the position, right? So, like I was telling Vic earlier and like I was telling you right now, when I first started this podcast, I would always talk to people or someone would say, oh, yeah, he's got a podcast, right? That's always the first thing yeah. people tell people when they meet me they're like he's got a podcast and i'm like yeah i, I got a podcast like <laughs> if I, if you say it like that like no one's gonna want to fucking listen to the podcast because why do they want to listen to somebody who's shy in person and they're just gonna be like what kind of fucking whack-ass podcast does this dude got yeah but, but at the same time it's just one of those things that like it just kind of takes time you gotta like eventually you're gonna grow out of your show and just end up talking to whoever and just not give a fuck for sure it's it's just like something you have to grow into you know like drake says in that song uh he says uh boss is a role i've grown into right mm -hmm. and i think that's true to a sense right because when you first start out you know you're the rookie you're the person that is going to be basically hazed right you're just the underdog the whole time yeah you're the person that nobody likes bro yeah. And that's for multiple reasons, whether someone thinks you're going to take their spot, whether that's because they don't think you've proven yourself. There's just a lot to it. Right. Mm -hmm. So finally being accepting of, you know, that role. And like I said, we're like 20 episodes in now. So being 20 episodes in, I can finally confidently say, you know what? Hey, I got a podcast. This is what the podcast is about. Mm -hmm. And when I reach out to people and say, hey, you know, would you like to be a guest on the show? It's a more fluid conversation, whereas before it was like, all right, I got to find somebody. I got to kind of convince them. Like now they can go see, you know, OK, what what has he done? Yeah. Uh, what benefits can he provide for me? And, you know, am I going to enjoy, you know, my time here? I yeah. feel like every person I've had on the show so far it's been a fluid conversation. Uh, and at the end, you know, a lot of people say, you know what, that was really dope because it's not like something I've done before. Mm -hmm. So that's one of the best compliments I think I can receive is just, you know, being different, being something that nobody else has done. Yeah, no one else has done and probably none of your friends are even like trying it. And you, you know, you have your own experience with that. You know, talk about your music a little bit, man. First and foremost, I am Jay Glizzy. Um, I don't really got nothing out yet, but I am working on it, obviously, with Pyro. I don't know if they know who Pyro is, but that's basically my main producer. Um, but, yeah, I'm just trying to, like, work into it because I'm not really at the point where, like, I feel like, oh, like, yeah, I'm a rapper. Or, yeah, like, I'm really into this music shit, you know? So I'm just trying to work my way into it and kind of just take it step by step until eventually I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to just ride the wave and be a rapper or singer, whatever I want to be. He finally made an Instagram. Uh, it's called Jay Gl and called Jay Glizzy. Uh, his bio reads, "What what's the title of your EP?" Oh man, it's "Don't Take Me Serious" yet, because <laughs> I really don't want to be taken serious. Not yet, at least. I don't know. Sometimes it's kind of like a cover up to say, uh, "Don't take me serious." You know, at least that's what I tell a lot of people when I show them like my one verse or my two verse. I'm it's like, kind of it's kind of like a go to excuse in case <laughs> in case it flops out or something. You know, and in case it's trash, you're like, "Hey, you know what?" Uh, I said it from the start. Don't don't take me serious. Yeah, you know you know what? I only got one or two verses, so you know what? It's alright. It's cool. Yeah, man. That's that's always the go to excuse. Uh, if you ever listen to one of my verses, no, you didn't. Oh. It's, it's, it might be on the EP. Shit. But yeah, bro, you know what? 
I'm excited for that EP. Maybe I make the cut. Maybe I don't. Oh, we'll no, we'll you, see. Definitely on uh, yeah, look for my name, SBR Matt. That's the only rap name I came up with, uh, with a V. Going back to the topic, you know what? I think that as an artist, that's when you're finally going to be able to, you know, make a staple, make a name for yourself. When you truly accept that, you know, this is who I am. Uh, and it takes time, you know, uh, when artists first start out, their sound is so, so different. You know, when you think back to Drake, Drake's totally different from who he was when he first started. Justin Bieber's different. Big Sean, Big Sean's different. All the mainstream artists, it's kind of like you got to adapt, right? That's what a lot of people talk about longevity. It's being able to switch up your flow, switch up the type of music you're making. Even Mac Miller, you know, Mac Miller originally was rapping and that, yeah, rest in peace. He was originally rapping and then he moved towards uh, more jazz elements, yeah. right? So just being that type of artist that can switch from one aspect to another, right? A Latin artist, yeah. Romeo Santos, right? He went from being in a band to being by himself. And even between those years, right? With Aventura, so much changed because originally he started out, there were a lot of funk elements to the music. And then once you got later down the line with the last, there was a lot of bachata. And they even incorporated Spanglish into it. Yeah. And then they separate, right? If you listen to his album Formula Volume 1 and Formula Volume 2 and then listen to his last album, Golden, it's completely different. To me, I was thinking about that the other day. I'm like, this guy took maybe three, four years to make his next album, but it sounds completely different from what he was doing before. No, oh, yeah, for sure. It almost sounds more crisp, more cleaner. He really honed in and focused in on, you know, what he's trying to do. And I think that just comes with, you know, accepting who you are, accepting, you know, the status that you have. You know, he went from being a regular artist to not even a regular artist. You know, with Aventura, he was one of the biggest, biggest uh, he, he was the biggest fucking bachata artist out there. But I think, obviously, you know, it takes time for that to finally hit because once it finally hit, you know... He's putting on shows like, you know, he's a legend, you know, because that's what he is. Selling out arenas, nah. So, I mean, for you, how do you think you can grow into that mindset? I mean, to be honest with you, I feel like as soon as I, I learn how to be more versatile with everything, like, I could be able to, like, switch my flow, like, how it's, like, nothing to him. I feel like once I'm able to do that and once I take it a little bit more serious, like, I should be able to just pick it up. Because right now, like, literally, with some songs that I have that are going to probably be on the EP, um, the sound is definitely different. There's a lot of songs that sound more like club hits. There's some songs that are just, like, straight rap. And then there's some songs where I'm just, like, on the Juice World kind of vibe, you know, on some sad boy vibe. Mm -hmm. So I feel once I'm able to kind of, like, grow into my, like, spot of just sort of being more of a rapper, then I'll be able to get more versatile with it and be able to actually like fit into my shoes and feel like I am like really in like this rap game. Like I said, it just takes time. That's something you have to grow into. When I think about it, you know, I just recently watched Romeo's new album, uh, not album, his new movie. Uh, it's on HBO. <laughs> yeah, it's on HBO Max. It's interesting that a lot of these successful people, they really, really take time to perfect their craft. They listen and they're very attentive and just look like at uh, yeah look at every little detail yeah basically right but there's different levels to it right because some people don't know how to talk to people in the movie you know it, it clearly shows how you know someone's singing they're singing a line right and he's like sing it again no sing it again no sing it again perfect keep it that way yeah. right 
And it makes me think of like, you know, Kobe or Michael Jordan, right? A lot of people always talk about their work ethic and how, you know, they had to be the best. They had to make sure everything was perfect. And if it wasn't that way, then, you know, get rid of it. It's a lot of practice makes perfect. That obviously doesn't come just naturally. Yeah, over time, you're just learning. And that's that's where it all comes from, you know, the growth that you're going to have as a person, as an artist, just anything, right? Because you, you got to grow into that role. You really do. With that being said, you know, having to grow into your role, mm -hmm. what was it that got you into music in the first place? To be honest with you, it didn't really start with, like, I didn't really have a passion for music. I mean, I like listening to music, like, and beats. Yeah, I know. But um, really, it just it was just one day that Pyro was just at his room in his apartment, and he was like, hey, man, like, I'm chopping up some beats. You want to come? That was back when we were smoking. And I was like, you know what? Like, fuck it. I'll just come and see what the fuck is up. And he made this beat. And I was like, bro, like, I could really, like, let me write some shit. Like, give me, like, five minutes and I'll see what I could do. And I spit it. And he was like, dude, you're actually, like, pretty good. And I'm like, nah, bro. Like, I don't I don't feel like I'm good, like, compared to some people. But for the most part, like, it was really just that. It was more like me just saying, like, oh, like, fuck it, you know? If it were to blow up, do you think that that shit would change you? Change me how? Just change your perspective on things or change how you think you should be. So, for example, you know, a song I think back to is J. Cole's Crooked Smile, right? Mm -hmm. So in the, you know, in the song he talks about, you know, I keep my teeth crooked because, you know, it reminds me where I came from. I keep a twisted grill just to show the kids it's real, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the most important things is... Even though you're going to grow and you're going to change, right, it depends how you change. Oh, yeah. So, for example, like J. Cole. J. Cole went from being flashy, having all this jewelry, trying to be that type of rapper. So, you know, now he's conservative. He, I'm not going to say he didn't give back before, but now, you, you know, it's publicized that he's giving back. Mm -hmm. And his image is a lot more rugged. He has the dreads, the beard, whereas before it was clean shave, buzz, everything, right? Same thing with Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar had the buzz. He had a clean shave. Now he has the more rugged look with the locks. He has the beard. And with that, you've seen how their music has changed and how it's progressed, right? Because Kendrick Lamar, although he was rapping about, you know, his own personal experiences, now he's rapping about a community in a sense, yeah. right? With To Pimp a Butterfly, with Damn. He's covering an overall community rather than himself now. I feel like I won't really, like, forget nothing. I think I wouldn't. I'm going to probably try to be as conservative as I can with my money. Like, sure, I'll buy, like, a little expensive shit, like, here and there. But, like, besides that, like, I'll try to do the most to, like, give back. Okay, so how do you feel like your mindset has changed throughout the years? You know, maybe we'll start from, like, 18, right? Because as at 18, typically a lot of people are going to college. They're just starting. Right now, 22 is about the age you'd be finishing up. Yeah. But, you know, everybody's got a different path in life. How do you think your mindset has changed from 18 to 22? I feel like I just, I had to grow up more, you know. Since everyone was going to school, everyone's getting, like, their education. Then I felt like I had to just step up my game and really, like, if I was not going to go to school, I had to work, you know. So I was working probably, like, 12-hour shifts consistently until, like, recently. Now it's just, like, I work, like, 14 one day or I work 12 the next. You know, it's kind of, like, a toss-up. It's basically just mostly maturity, you know? 
Mm-hmm. You just really got to, like, I don't want to say, like, in a bad way, but you just got to, like, man up, you know? If you don't go to school and you don't work, like, what are you going to do, you know? You can't just sit at home. I don't know. I've had that conversation recently, too, where it was at 21, I feel like you should have an idea of what you want to do or at least have a goal set of something you're going to accomplish. Right. You know, I have I have nothing against people who aren't in school. I just think that, you know, everybody should have a path or at least something you're working towards. Right. I used to think about that all the time. It's like the most confusing point, honestly, like from my experience, at least like I was like. I graduated high school and I was like, man, like I got all this time. How am I going to choose to use it wisely, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think you even run into that problem once you graduate college, right? Because, yes, I have this degree. Okay. But now you got to make some use of it. Yeah. What am I going to do with this degree, right? Or, okay, I have this degree. Do I want to go do something else? Because I feel like that's something I've... I've learned, you know, doing this podcast, you know, just the 22 weeks or 23, whatever it's been. Mm -hmm. It feels like there's been a lot of growth in my mindset where maybe earlier in the year, I wouldn't have known what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. I had no idea what to do. And even now it's still like, okay, what am I going to do? Right. How how am I going to use my time wisely? Because a lot of times I find myself sitting on my phone for an hour, just scrolling through fucking social media that shit's killer bro because it really drains drains your time it drains your time and then it drains your energy because i'll be sitting on my phone and i'm like "Mm, should i do something nah i'm gonna keep scrolling and a lot of the times i want to fucking delete social media bro i'm just so fucking fed up i'm like oh my gosh i fucking waste too much time i spend too much energy thinking about you know talking to all these people and that's on me obviously right if i'm talking to people i'm talking to people because i you know i put in effort Mm -hmm. but it's draining to have to you know split your time up like that Mm -hmm. whereas sometimes you just want to disappear be like you know what fuck it i'm gonna go get my mind right i'm gonna get straight Mm -hmm. and you know that's just not the reality especially when especially when you're creative bro because when you're creative you're always looking for the next thing you're always looking for a way to make your views go up your listens go up any type of thing right because that's you know it feels good it feels good to know that somebody's listening it feels good to know somebody's watching but it's also like damn bro like i'm fucking tired i feel like going off of social media would probably be like a good cleanse you know like because then that way is really just you focusing on yourself and you trying to like build upon yourself it definitely would be beneficial i i wish i could but then i think oh, fuck, I got to promote the podcast. I got to do all this shit, right? Yeah. Maybe I'll just go get myself an assistant to do this shit. I mean, that's the reality of it. You know, when you're just starting out, you got to grind, you got to push yourself. Mm -hmm. And I think that's part of the mindset that a lot of people have when they start. You know, they're pushing themselves, they're grinding, they're always trying to find a way to make it big. Yeah. And once you achieve it, you know, you can relax kind of, you know, you that's that's what a lot of artists do. You know, they put out one, two, three albums. Right. And then after those three albums, that usually the second one's the sophomore slump where a lot of people didn't really like fuck with it. Then they come out with the third album and the people are like, OK, you know what? You know, he can stick around. The artist disappears for a little bit. Tell me about it. My artist has been MIA for a while. <laughs> Roddy Rich. Talking about you. I 
I think it was a J. Cole song. It's the one after Pride is the Devil on the album, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure, where he talks about how he had to take time away so that he can go live his life, live experiences, and come back and make music about those experiences because there's only so much time to make things happen. Even Ed Sheeran, you know, Ed Sheeran does that a lot where he'll take time away from social media. He'll jump off everything, come back a year later, and he'll have an album ready. Yeah, it's because most artists really, they need to, like how you said, they just need to get more experiences or more, like, stuff to talk about. Because I feel like with J. Cole, like, he's never really, like, repetitive about what he raps. Unlike some, like, rap artists, you know, they always talk about, like, staying in the hood or selling drugs. And it's, like, all you hear in their album. Unlike J. Cole, where he just... One day he'll tell you, like, a story of his childhood, and then the next he'll tell you how he's giving back, you know? But you also got to be—you got to get to that point. Oh, yeah. You you got to work to that point, you know? Again, like Drake said, a boss is a role you grow into, right? Mm-hmm. Because once you've made it so far, you can be your own boss. Ed Sheeran had years of touring, like three, four years of touring. He was sleeping on people's couches, just trying to find that opportunity, and— it wasn't until his second album where he finally decided, you know what, I'm going to hop off social media. I'm going to do me. I'm going to live my life. He, he literally got a flip phone for people to contact him. If you needed to contact them, the only way you're going to get to him was a flip phone. Best way. Because the smartphone had all the social media. You know, he said that I found myself in a room where everybody was on their phone. Yeah. And that's when I realized I need to get off this shit. Yeah, it's just taking everybody's time away and their attention. Yeah, I I just think that it's one of those things that a lot of people will realize and not do anything about yeah. because, you know, what can you do about it? You know, you, you got to find a way to get to a point where you don't need it. It's, it's kind of like money, right? Yeah. You, you got to get to a point where you have an excess amount where you don't really need it. I just kind of view it like that money and time. It's just one of those things that you need an excess of to finally realize, like, I don't need it this much. You know, going back to it, I just honestly feel like you, you do need that reminder. You need to take that time away for yourself and figure yourself out. You know, sometimes you're pushing so hard. I just had a conversation with my aunt about it actually earlier. I was telling her, you know what? You know, yeah, I'm working a lot. I'm finishing up school. And she's like, you know, you're young, but you still need to rest. You need to find time to rest because I never feel like I'm resting. I feel like my mind's running 100 miles an hour trying to come up with new ideas for everything. And I have all these ideas. And I'm like, fuck, how do I accomplish it, right? Yeah. So when you have all of that, you know, I... I kind of decided or I kind of told myself, I'm like, okay, once I graduate, I'm just going to fucking take a month off. I'm going to take a month off from doing anything because just take a break. Yeah, that doesn't sound very effective. It doesn't sound like it doesn't sound like a smart idea, but it's also like, you know what, bro, when you've been going at it for 12, 12 years, probably, you know, school, that's not including like preschool and all that shit. And then you have to work like you've been working for a minute. It's like. And then all these extracurriculars, it's like, fuck, dude. Like, I've literally put in so much work to everything that, you know, you just got to take a break and realize, you know, hey, enjoy what you got in life because it's not always going to be around. Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. I feel like that really is really what it takes. And maybe, who knows, maybe in that one month that you take off, like, you'll have, like, 30 more ideas to come back to the podcast and be like, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, or 
already know who you're going to have on the podcast or anything, really. Hey, we're going to have that next party idea so I can remember it. <laughs> All right, bro. Well, I appreciate you hopping on. You know, I, I feel like I got a lot off my chest today. I talked a lot. We're going to close out the show. Uh, you know how we usually close out the show? We go ahead and ask the person, you know, to bring a special item that represents something to them mm-hmm. uh you said yours was on your body uh, go ahead and explain you know what that means to you so basically if you can't see on the cameras roman numerals of my mom's birthday and i just feel like that's really like the most person that i value in my life because i used to be a really bad kid like a super bad kid and my mom was the only one really dealing with me my dad would kind of just be like oh like you're being a dickhead and i get my my ass whoopings from him but my mom really saw it like she really saw like my side of anything, you know. She always had my side. That's always the Hispanic moms, it's bro. Always the Hispanic moms. <laughs> you can do no wrong in your Hispanic mom's eyes. <laughs> oh God, that or your abuelitas. Abuelitas will never see you as a devil. Nah, my grandma used to yell at me all the time. Yeah, bro, my grandma hated that I had earrings. She would always yell at me. Oh, she, dude, my grandma just saw me with my earrings, and she was like, "When did you get your ears pierced?" And I was like, "Oh, it's been a, a fat while." Nah, my grandma would. Pull my hair and call me a girl. <laughs> Just to go back on it, like I, I feel like that's really like, cause I like how I told you earlier off camera. I was like, I don't really want to choose something like materialistic, cause they just come and go, and that, and you could just get another one, you know. And this is kind of like, it's gonna be on me forever. Oh yeah, I got this other one, but this was kind of like, this was my first tattoo I've ever gotten. It was kind of one of those things where I just walked in and I was like, huh, what can I get that's small, and a like pop. And I was like, oh, let me just put a rose on there. I want to get a rosary piece that goes all the way up my forearm, and I'll have it, like, connect or maybe get, like, a saint or something on my forearm and then have it just roll into it. But it's kind of one of those pieces where you could really you could really do anything, you know? That would definitely be raw. Yeah, it would. I'm trying. Well, you know what, bro? Keep valuing your mom. Uh, you know, you only have her for so long. Not to be a sad boy, but uh, yeah, hey, you got to value your parents. Mm-hmm. But thank you, bro. I appreciate you coming on. Yeah, uh, you. Keep an eye out for his EP coming. Don't take me serious. All right, yeah, at right. all. <laughs> don't take me serious. And when you hear me on that EP, don't take me serious. Nah, take him serious. Nah. You got to. I, I was told my verse wasn't that good by Vic, so nah. fuck Vic. They're gonna listen to it and they're gonna be like, "Man, I never heard Matt rap at all." Thank you all for coming. I appreciate you all for watching. You're gonna go ahead and see a different video as well. But thank you for coming on. Go thank ahead. You for having me. Go ahead, like, comment, and subscribe. And peace out. Sad Boy Radio, episode whatever. Hike on the beat. This is Sad Boy Radio.